0: i like to Bored. What plaything can you offer me today? An obscure body of the SK system. The inhabitants refer to it as the planet Earth. How peaceful it looks. It must be annihilated. Send Rick and Denny on War Rocket Ajax. In 2013, Ming the Merciless, ruler of the known universe, declares the Earth to immediate termination. To accomplish this awesome decree, Rick and Danny are dispatched to the planet on War Rocket Ajax. The two encountered something they never thought they'd find, though. Movies. Stalled in their given task... Rick and Denny combed the movies of the earth, sending reports of their greatness back to Mungo in what is now called the Hail Mean Power Hour. Everybody and everybody welcome back to episode seven uh 97. 97. 97 of the hell mean power hour one of these days daddy we're gonna reach a hundred
1: <laughs> I mean you know presumably when there are presumably when we have three more episodes.
0: Yeah I mean that, that would you know mathematically that works out
1: but, but we'll see. Know, does math work the same
0: here in space? <laughs> true. That's very true. Uh, if you're not familiar with the show, I'm Rick. I'm one of your hosts. The handsome gentleman on that side is Danny. He's in. Um, he's floating in space. I'm in the swamp. I'm in the back.
1: I'm in the observation deck of War Rocket Ajax. You know, <laughs> it's the the deck that we don't use that much because usually we're in the front watching movies.
0: Right. But recently, I was on. Uh, remember Todd Liebenau? He's got Forgotten Film Cast. Yeah. And he invited yeah. me on. Yeah. We talked about what was it? Wild Thing. Wild Thing. <laughs> he invited me back on a couple of weeks ago, and we did uh, Megaforce. <laughs>
1: the, the other choice, though, other than Wild Thing, is he was talking about Band of the Hand,
0: which which I have a, lo- a lot of love for. Which I'm going to do on Dr. Movie real soon, unless we want to do it on here. I, I could talk about Band of the Hand. I mean, it's right. very quintessentially 80s. No doubt about it. So, yeah, I've, I've, this whole week that I got coming up is all... Uh, school bullies episodes and band of the hand is tied into a lot of those movies when you look them up, but it's not a real school bully movie, but
1: yeah. Yeah. It's, it's more like a kind of a, a task force. Yeah. But they're also young kids kind of thing.
0: It's more like (laughs) mega (laughs) force. But anyways, what I was getting to with Todd, he kept talking about war rocket Ajax. And I was like, "Wow, he's he's still playing the the whole hell mean thing there." So cool. Yeah, it it, it resonated. It was, yeah, it, it, was uh, it was important. It's because we had a resonator in the back, close to the time chicken. We had a time chicken. Yeah. I mean,
1: who who else had a,
0: a time chicken? Nobody. Yeah. I mean, we still got him. We just don't use him like we used to. We got a time kitty. Looks like. Yeah, we do. <laughs> Oh, okay. All right. We're here to talk about Swamp Thing 1982. Wes Craven. Uh, when you think of the name Wes Craven, a lot of images come to your mind. I don't know that Swamp Thing is one of them. You know, I, I was thinking
1: while watching this that, that this is proof that Wes Craven can make a movie. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, so yeah. Uh, I know exactly where you're coming from because I was yeah. watching this too. And I was like, this was the shiz when I was growing up.
1: I mean, same, same. I mean, and like, <laughs> I'm not going to be hard on it. for no. sure. Like, It was just kind of like, no. yeah, this isn't, I don't feel like this was Wes Craven's wheelhouse. You know, yeah. he wasn't, he wasn't hitting home runs with this, but it's still a movie that I, that I am fond
0: of. Oh yeah. Of. Yeah, over. yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, it's a dude in a big rubber zip-up suit. Sure. <laughs> but you know what? I still love it. <laughs> I still love it. What's not to love? <laughs> swamp thing, man. Yeah. I mean, you got dude running around, flipping cars over, flipping boats over. Adrian Barbeau taking a bath out in the swamp.
1: Yeah. What else you need? <laughs> That's a good question. What else do you need? <laughs> Ooh. Maybe a cartoon show a
0: couple of years later. That's what you need. <laughs> uh, no, what you need is Jude, the little dude that never gets rattled over anything. <laughs> yeah, he
1: he's somewhere on the spectrum, I think. like he, He's just like, yeah, where are my glasses? You know, like, I was just dead in a boat.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I just love because he never gets excited. He just kind of goes uh here goes the neighborhood <laughs>
1: it, it's true. Um, it's an interesting inclusion his part in this you know like the kid who runs a gas station in the middle of the swamp
0: with no parents yeah uh, that that happens you know I mean I suppose
1: yeah I mean it yeah. has
0: to right So I mean you got everything you need I mean this is this is Marvel before Marvel right doesn't even mention that it's a Marvel product? Any time during the credits or anything, Swamp Thing is DC. Is it? It is DC. That's right. My mistake. Yeah. I don't know what no, no I was problem. thinking. I mean,
1: Man Thing is, is Man Thing is, is, is Marvel. Marvel, which we recently saw in the, uh, right. in the Halloween special. Yeah, yeah. Um, Werewolf by Night.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah swamp, swamp Thing, thing is, is DC. That's right.
1: And Swamp Thing is topical because you know James Gunn said that yep. in the new DCU, he's going to bring out a Swamp Thing as one of the uh,
0: as one of the new offerings. Right, so you know, of course, with technology, you go, yeah, okay, that's doable. But you know what? This dude standing behind me, I'm sorry, that swamp thing,
1: man. When <laughs> when, when they're out in that boat, and the very first time he swamp thing, and they're pushing Adrian Barbeau into the water, and and like, and then he flips that boat over, and it's just like an explosion <laughs> of water, <Yeah>. like <laughs> flipping the boat with those guys in it. It's like that dude is bad. Right,
0: man. Right. So, I mean, you got, I mean, we talked about Adrienne Barbo, right? I mean, you know, she was everywhere at this point, right? Creepshow, all your Carpenter stuff. Yeah, I mean, of course, we got to to see her and, you know, she talked about what's your favorite role. She's like, I don't even remember that movie. So,
1: (laughs) yeah, well, you know, old age will play some tricks, but, you know, (laughs) I, I, what I like about it is it, she's not your your typical, you know, leading lady kind of thing, but right. she's got a lot of charisma. And, you know, she's not she's not hard to look at. But at the same time, she's also playing these rough and tumble characters. And you yep. can totally believe it.
0: Yep. You know, you believe she'd sock somebody in the face. When but, she pulls out the machine gun and starts mowing people down, you're like, yeah, okay.
1: <laughs> that, that whole sequence, you know, I, I had forgotten that she was an agent there until yep. like. She she runs out of the, the, the cabin and somebody's like, hey lady, and puts his hands on her. And she like elbows him in the gut, punches him in the face, and then takes yeah. his machine gun. I mean, like, she's ready to rumble. Yeah. Yeah.
0: But yeah, so I just
1: gotta say that I had forgotten that Swamp Thing was Leland Palmer, man. <laughs> right? Ray <laughs> Wise, like Ray Wise, yeah. That guy I I've, I've seen him in tons of stuff and he's mm-hmm. always just a, a he's he's a fan he's a, he's a favorite of David Lynch. Yep. He shows up in a lot of David Lynch stuff. He's, in he's Robocop. Always just kind of an oddball character. Yep. So when I saw him I was like I had forgotten that he was the doctor who became swamp thing and he's he's great. Yeah. Yeah. He's yeah. likable? I don't think I've ever seen him be so likable.
0: Yeah. And uh, of course Dick Durak Plays the actual swamp sure. thing. Sure, I'm so not quite as likable. Big, big dude. But the the standout, <laughs> the standout guy to me has got to be the bad guy, man. Oh, uh, uh, Doctor Arcane. Arcane man, Luis yeah, he, Jordan. He,
1: he jumped straight out of. Uh, I was. I was. I would say he jumped straight out of uh, a James Bond flick. Except, man, he was totally Zartan with that. With like, <laughs> exactly, we we've revealed is like, oh, I'm actually not the head of security on, and he. And he <laughs> Pulls off the, you know, they cut away and they come back, and the latex mask is in his hand, and he's somebody else who has a completely different voice. I mean, like he's our yeah.
0: yeah. And you know what? I'd forgotten about him pulling the face off thing. You know, I was like, That's great, all right, <laughs> yeah. So, and I love one thing I love about this movie because this is the way I like my bad guys. I like my bad guys to be right on time, very punctual, right? We don't we don't attack until 20 seconds after they just made a huge discovery. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they weren't even there to see it, but they know that it happened, you know. <laughs>
1: well, they were they were laying in wait. You know, they had their you know Dr. Arcane was was uh was was posted up as their
0: security guy, like they didn't even know he was there. Uh, but they accidentally you yeah. know spilled the stuff on the ground and you, then spr- sprouts are coming up. They're like that's it. That's what we've been waiting on.
1: <laughs> I mean, I know it's, it's, it's the trope of the accidental superhero, but I mean, I was watching this going, Hey, it's dark man. You know, like, Oh yeah. It's, yeah. it's very much. It even has like a uh, Bruno speaking is, of dark man. Yeah. <laughs> is You know, Oh, Hey boss. Oh, uh, you know, like he's got the same, like he doesn't know where he is. Kind of, kind of character. He's, he's a, he's a goon. Yeah. And, uh, it, it made me think, you know, finally of Darkman, which is another one we've got to cover. But sure, but right now we're talking about Swamp Thing. That's right. And I would maybe, maybe next
0: episode far. can be Darkman.
1: Hey, we can we can compare and contrast or we can sure. just talk about it. I, I have Dark Man memorized, but I know you do. <laughs> I know I've watched Swamp Thing at least fifty times though. We, yep. As a kid watching it on cable. Let's just talk about let's just talk about speed boats and, and collisions, man. I mean, you got, yeah. you got speed boats flipping over. You got, you know, Swamp Thing's big trick is to take people out of boats and throw them in the water so that later they can come back and shoot at them again. You know, like yeah, his big, his
0: big strategy is just throw people as far as you can.
1: Like, <laughs> you like, like if he throws them far enough, they're not going to come back or something.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, it's always reaching up, grabbing people in boats and slinging them out in the water and then flipping your boat over, you know, and then you walking
1: off there there was a moment when i was watching this this is all over the place isn't it but like <laughs> it's all right you know, when adrian barbeau is getting his ferret you know the the uh the 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 gang leader for the uh the contras there he's um he's holding her head underwater and i'm like you know this is uh this is almost last house on the left
0: here it's very much last house on the left With that's the david hess
1: <laughs> and i mean you know and, and so it it just pointed out, I think at that point, I was also thinking, you know, this is this is Wes Craven. Right. And he brings something real visceral to the, the there's a lot of ugliness in this that you wouldn't get in a superhero movie unless you got, you know, kind of a kind of yep. a, a horror auteur to do it instead.
0: Horror slash snub film slash porn director. Right. He, he kind of has all those elements under his belt. And it really shows up in all of his early stuff. I mean, you just, you just, you feel it, right? And even in this one, you're right. The, what makes this one stand out is, even, even as popcorn comic book as this is, with all the swipes and everything that happened. Oh yeah. Very, very creep show like when you think about the swipes and all that. I, I
1: love the the swamp. Thing yeah. <laughs> that they do. That...
0: <laughs> but uh, it's still that grittiness, man. That he that he puts into things. That it's his own little stamp, I guess.
1: And, you know, like like some of the some of the acting is kind of wooden at the beginning, sure. but it really starts to get fluid near the middle and end. Like, sure, it's a it's a tropey thing. You know, there's a bad guy and there's a formula and there's a scientist. But like I know, everything kind of falls into place. And about halfway through the movie, you're invested, right. even though their, their romance, you know, took all the 25 minutes to bloom. Yeah, I mean, still kind of kind of care about every character in it.
0: Yep. And you're still invested, even though you know what's going to happen. Like when she runs out and gets into that, that roadway and you're like, okay, they're heading down the road. She's running away. She's going to fall down. They're going to try to run over and, you know, you know, swap things going to step in and take care of business and rip the roof off the, off the, off the vehicle. And Oh, wasn't
1: that just great? That's awesome.
0: That's I mean, awesome. like,
1: like he, he pulls that Bronco roof off <laughs> and, and it just flies away. Like, <laughs> like it's not even in the movie anymore.
0: Yeah. And the scene where, you know, Hess walks up and chops his arm off or ferret, I guess we'd say. Yeah. The whole machete scene, which really for this type of movie, you're like, oh, OK. Get, yeah. get Getting kind of kind of serious here. My only thing is like this is, <laughs> you know, we spend, I don't know, quite a bit of the movie with him walking around with one arm. But it's when he decides <laughs> that he's chained up that this is when I'm going to grow my arm back. I'm like, dude, you've been outside all this time.
1: <laughs> I, I gotta admit, like, I was I was uh, half watching it one of the times, like you know, before they are really watching it, and um, and I it, there was they were simultaneously showing two two scenes at once, and I was like what is with this hand in the light thing? And then I, then I remembered, uh-huh. yeah, he's got to get the light so that he can grow the little baby hand, you know, and <laughs> and, you know, and it's a weird choice.
0: Yeah, yeah. I'm sure it, it probably happened in the comic somewhere. But I'm Maybe. just saying, that whole time you were outside in the sunlight, you could have just went, oh, there's my arm,
1: right? Yeah, yeah it would have taken <laughs> a lot less time if, if, if all it took was enough yeah. sun to catch in the palm of your hand, you know, Yeah. That's okay.
0: That's yeah, okay. it's it's fine. I mean, because because you have to have that that how they're going to get out of this, right? You got to have that scenario because they're chained up. They got him chained down. They got Adrian Barbo over there chained up. Reach for the light. He's like, oh, oh. <laughs>
1: and then, then he immediately breaks those chains. Like all yeah. it took was the other arm. Yeah, yeah. But like you know, you know, yeah, all these things are there so that you can have a superhero movie. They're not really. They, they weren't narrative decisions. They, they were, okay, and then Swamp Thing's trapped. How do we get him out? Oh, we'll have this moment where he grows his arm back. You know, they, they were all things that they wanted to display that right. the character
0: could do. Right. And you get the and whole that, Beauty and the Beast thing going on, right? Because she's terrified of him until she finds out who he is. Right. And, you know, you kind of get that thing going on. i tell you, though, when I think about this movie, the first thing I think of it's that freaking transformation scene at the party, man. Yeah.
1: With I Bruno and the.
0: Yeah. When he's dressed like uh, cousin Eddie off of Christmas vacation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's a. Uh, I so tell you happy. what, get, get real spruced up. We're going to have a party in your honor. And that's the way you come dressed, you know. <laughs> up. I got to get spruced up. How about that party, man? I mean, <laughs> yeah,
1: what the right. heck's going on here? So so like you know, eighties movies you had to have a scene in a strip club so that you could have some 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 boobs, right? right. I mean that was kind of a thing. Uh, in an or R-rated a couple,
0: movie. couple of things, anyways.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I mean you, sometimes there was more than one dancer. You, you could have four, but you just had that. Yeah, with the with the the swamp bath, Adrian Barbeau, you know. And then it's like, it's almost like that was an ap- afterthought to the, to the thing. So they were like, oh, we've got to have this scene. And so they, they made it this party. And the one thing that caught me on the rewatch was, you know, you had the dancer dancing around. You had the, the, um, the guy with the girl that's the 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 girl well. yeah. he's taking her shirt off. And, but you had some, like, you know, there were some like ladies dressed in
0: like some, some fineries. Like there were Swankery, yeah. or something and, and it's a weird combination of, Hey, we're going to have, we're going to have dancing girls, but this is going to be eloquent at the same time.
1: (laughs) Yeah. It's like, he's got a, it's like a business dinner or something, you know, like, Oh, well, all of my, you know, all of my thugs and, and, and and killers are going to come to this dinner. And also a guy with a stogie and a bunch of people's wives. It, you're right. It's, it's a really weird, like, um, Opulent dinner party where you know the centerpiece is uh, is making one of your henchmen you know drink an experimental drug in front of everybody to see what happens.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, of course that's the dining room, right? Where everything's nice and and catered and beautiful and all the rich people. Then the other room's like the dungeon, right? <laughs> where where all the, the the dancing girl is taking her top off and people's just there going, yeah, babe, go ahead, I don't care, you know.
1: <laughs> and, and it's super weird, but we're talking about it, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: I mean, it, I'm sure as a kid, I was like, Whoa, you know, evil, you know, evil.
0: I don't even remember it as a kid. I really don't. So watch it again. I'm just like, wow, <laughs> what a bizarre idea.
1: Yeah. I remember the stuff that happened at the house, you know, like, and I remember the, the uh like the cocoon that he's in when, you know, when Arcane finally takes yeah. the drug. Yeah. and Cause he decides he's got enough heart to do it or whatever. And he like, gets yeah. surrounded in that big muscle
0: mass that becomes like a, like tissue paper that he tears off. That's crazy. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. It's very altered States kind of idea. And and what's bad is in my mind, I was more terrified of the cocoon looking thing than I was of what he actually became. Oh, it <laughs> so, was face carrier. Yeah, I agree.
1: Because it was a big faceless mass. I mean, right. you, like you you could commiserate with any fear he had because you're like, is this what it's going to be? Like right. at least that thing had a face and like, you know, that thing was just a monster. Yeah. The yeah. thing, the, the cocoon that he was in was something else.
0: Yeah. And, and again, the the transformation at the table, I just remember just freaking out because of his, you know, it's, yeah. you take that and you take the guy that gets the toxic waste dumped on him on Robocop. They're, they're almost the same thing because to see a person react like they're reacting is is terrifying.
1: <laughs> yeah, you're not wrong. I mean, and, and it's absolutely, and, you know, kudos to that actor who, yeah. you know, he, they, I'm sure the direction was just, okay, look like this stuff is, is changing your body and you can't stop it and you're frightened and angry and all this stuff. And he just, he really looks, it's unsettling.
0: Right, right. And the whole idea, of course, when you, when he pops up, you're really taken by surprise too, because he's this little creature or whatever. But the idea that it just, you know, amplifies what you truly are inside. Right. Is and he's a little
1: mousy guy. You know, you watch it again and you notice yeah. he's like, are we going to go yeah. home now? Oh, right. This guy's really scary. Like, He's a big, you know, macho man, but like when it comes down to it, he's just a little bitty
0: mousy yeah. coward. I just, I thought that was such a, such an interesting idea of how this works, you know? And that's where, you know, our bad guy decides, aha, I know what I am. I'm a monster.
1: And well, you know, uh, he probably thinks he's the best. So he's going to be yeah. like a, you know, super macho uh, dude. Or whatever. I'm part werewolf. Part
0: iguana, <laughs> kind of bat-like, you know, with with some clawed hands, you know, and <laughs> a sword, because just being a monster ain't enough.
1: <laughs> so, so I mean, like, I am going to 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 lampoon this just for a moment, and and, and so, why did Bruno's turtleneck shrink?
0: <laughs> yeah, why did his clothes stay the same or the the appropriate size for his like, shrinking? He's a great
1: big dude in a turtleneck, and then he transforms into a little bitty dude in a turtleneck. It's right. just
0: right.
1: I, for anybody who's looking, I, I did notice fifty five thirty on the uh on the movie ticker. There's the Wilhelm scream. Somebody yep. gets thrown off a boat. It's the Wilhelm scream. It was it was a movie trope. People like to throw it in there. Yep. Whenever I notice it, I, I take note. So, there yep. it is.
0: Well, funny enough, uh, I covered Carnosaur three not too long ago.
1: I saw that you did.
0: <laughs> hey, the T Rex in that movie is the sound of King Kong nineteen seventy six. One hundred percent, no doubt in my mind. When he goes, it is Rick Baker. <laughs> Or whoever did the sound, I'm pretty sure Roger Corman just stuck his <laughs> microphone up to the TV and just recording. All right, there's our dinosaur sound.
1: <laughs> I, you know, I would think that it would have to be from you know, uh, what is it that when it becomes the uh, the property, the common law after 50 years, but right. there's no way it was 50 years old.
0: <laughs> He just yeah. was was seeing if anybody was gonna catch it. Exactly. He did the same thing with the Raptors too, because the Raptors sound just like the Raptors in Jurassic Park. So he went and got a videotape of it and just recorded the sound. I was like, all right, use that every time you see a, a raptor in the movie. So I'm, I'm so
1: surprised that Roger Corbin cut corners. <laughs> also, you know, when he when he had Mr. Fantastic for the Fantastic Four, he just took some balloons and <laughs> <laughs> while he was Whoa. Ooh. Stretching his arm out
0: and stretching his leg out to make people trip. Speaking of cheap effects, I mean, this, this movie here, I mean, at the time, did we just suspend disbelief enough to just, I mean, you can see it. There's like in this picture behind me, you can tell it's just a rubber suit. It's a rubber suit.
1: I mean, it, you know, like you can see when he moves his arms, you know, you can see the the wrinkles wrinkles of the rubber, you know, like, I think so. I mean, I, I think, Probably the thought process was: there's enough plant stuff there that it could be just like a cover the zipper,
0: basically. You know, it didn't bother me
1: uh, when I no. was a kid, and it really didn't bother me when I watched it today.
0: Yeah, no. yeah. I mean, he I mean again, to, to me, the weakest the weakest thing in this is probably when uh, our the main bad guy his his outfit's just a little too, yeah, you know. <laughs> I you know because it's, it's just a stuck wolf face that's just open all the time, right?
1: And yeah, it almost looks like you're watching Power Rangers or something. You yeah, know? right,
0: like, right. That's what and, it felt like.
1: Yeah, and again, I'm a lot of love for this movie. I'm not bashing it. Right. But That last fight sequence too was was kind of hard to watch. It was like that. It was kind of like when um when Martin Landau was playing um Bella Lugosi uh, and. <laughs> yeah and, and ed wood and yeah and, he, and the, he's supposed to be fighting the octopus and he's just thrashing around in the water and the octopus isn't even animated so he's like trying to make it that's kind of what this fight sequence is like it was like somebody yeah. follows it and you can see he that that swampy that Swampy's supposed to be pummeling him but he's pulling every punch he's trying to throw the the shot with his body and not let his arm land on the on the actor in the water right and that sword, you know, the guy's chopping around with the sword and it's just like he's flinging it around. But dude can't see. So that's part of the problem. He's got this big wolf head on. It's true. It, and, and Again, maybe it was just they were like, OK, we got to finish this out. You guys fight in the water. Here's the water. Here's the sword. Yep. Get it, you know. Like, he's,
0: he's gonna, he's gonna, he's gonna stab Adrian Barbo, and you're gonna snap. You're gonna break off a big root over here on one of these trees.
1: Yeah, he takes a, a cypress knee off. Yeah. One of those, I, I I looked it up after we wa- I watched it, and uh, I saw the whole thing was filmed in South Carolina. That makes sense. Yeah, there's like an island out there that they use for most of it. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, it looks just like a swamp. <laughs> I I think it is a swamp. It is a swamp. (laughs) Well, I thought about Realfoot out there your way. Mm -hmm. Because they have a lot of those cypress trees with the cypress knees that he broke one off. And I was like, well, I wonder if it was here in Tennessee. But
0: it was real close. Yeah, that's a little bit of a travel, but yeah. But But still, I mean, uh, who hasn't thought about what the heck are those? You know, so now he just snaps one off and starts yeah. beating Wolfie in the head. You know, it gets it gets a little the fight gets a little better when they both have a weapon, you sure. know, because then the choreography
1: is more like, OK, sword versus club, you know, and, right. and he can whack him with that club because it probably wasn't real. So, you know, he can actually hit him with it. And right. It looked good at that point. And, you know, then Swamp Thing has to do the 1980s, you know, E.T. thing and go. Yeah. Barbot With his glowing hand.
0: Yeah. And when she wakes up, she's like, why are you touching my boob?
1: <laughs> would, to which the answer I guess is you know why, why,
0: why wouldn't I, <laughs> Barbeau, I guess, just, you know. I'm just testing out my new hand
1: <laughs> it, was a, it was a baby hand not too long ago
0: right <laughs> so, yeah I mean it's uh, again we grew up with this it, it's it's hard to talk negative about it it no. does have its problems I think it I think it even had its problems back when it came out but it doesn't matter because this was my entertainment, just like you're saying. It, this was yeah. on and you watched it every time it came on. If I was in the house now and it came on TV, guess what I'm going to sit and watch? <laughs> you know? That's it. And
1: yeah, I mean, now the the bar is so high cuz effects yeah. are so yeah. easy to get a hold of and 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 you have a whole team of, you know, 400 people making all the effects seamless. You look back at this and, you know, the best thing this had going for it was a speedboat hit another speedboat and there's a big old explosion. You know, it's like that's you had to Yeah.
0: You, it, you had to you make things candy, happen. You, know? you had to make things happen because you couldn't rely on we'll fix it after. Right. And um, I kind of missed that because now technology is so good. The effects are so good. We're not even amazed by it because we already, yeah. already know that, you know. Is, is anything can be done on on a computer screen now? So, but you go back and think about the process of you had to plan for all this, you had to make these shots, you had to put this dude in this big dinosaur outfit with a with a, a wolf head that can't see and make him swing a sword around and not hit another guy in a rubber suit who can't yep. get out of the water. So, you know, <laughs> it's a totally different ball game than, well, you just go up against that green screen over there and we'll add everything in later. You just react, you know, like Bird-Demic, so.
1: <laughs> like Bird-Demic. I, I'm just looking through my notes, you know, we, we brought it all in, in in the conversation. There was no need to go, you know, the Cypress Knee Club, the, the chopping the water with the sword dude's turtleneck you know like Zartan mask reveal all these things yeah. are there they're all yeah. great things to watch for in the movie yep um and w- one thing that i haven't mentioned is is ferret how come ferret gets all the the killer moves he's got yeah. the snake in his pocket right he kills that guy with you know he's like oh i got a snake in my pocket and it's poison you know it's venom it's venomous so i'm just going to and then he also has the machete and he also uses like the the neck chop yeah, at least problem. twice to like you know knock people
0: unconscious, like <laughs> nobody else has anything. It's David Hess, man. I mean, I, that that's all I can say. And you know what? They knew when they got top billing, they had Does to it, give doesn't doesn't even come reward. back in the second movie. Isn't he in part two, The Return of the Swamp Thing? It's like you died in the first one, dude. But you're David Hess, so come on back.
1: <laughs> you know, I remember Swamp Thing too. In the, in the the cartoon show. And I like Swamp yeah. Thing 1 enough that I watched both regularly. Sure. You know, they were... And of course, you know, the whole premise of the cartoon show was dude's still in the manor and he's using the formula to make new monsters every time because it's, you know, it's a Voltron thing. It's like you got yeah. to send things for Swamp Thing to go dispatch and that's
0: all you care about. But yeah, I Which, mean, is, which is a great idea. I mean, it, let's let's have a movie like that, right? Yeah. Think we I'm, did? I'm down for that. I'm down for like more of that, like new. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, uh, again, this is just one of those. Uh, it's funny that the reactions that we got when I just put the picture out there, and people's like, "Oh yeah," I'm like, same reaction we have, right? We just we grew up with this, and it's it's swamp thing, and it's swamp yeah. thing,
1: and it follows that rule of like they have. Three encounters with him, and then a big boss fight. You know, like the yep. first, they establish that he's dangerous. Then they go out, kind of probing the waters. Then they they try better weapons. They're throwing grenades at him and stuff. Right, and then um, and then it, you know, they they kind of get the drop on him. And then the bad guy gets some powers, and you have a showdown.
0: That's that's what it's, it, the, it's, the it's a working combination, man. That's right. Yeah, and at the age when we came when this came out. We didn't know it was a repeated type of cycle, right? It was all kind of oh, right. new, so that's what makes it work. And again, I, I gotta, I gotta go with with uh, uh, Jude, because <laughs> tell about somebody keeping us cool, man. He don't get excited.
1: <laughs> no, no, uh, it was an interesting choice to put him in there.
0: Yeah. I
1: I don't know what the the thought process was with that guy.
0: And what's weird is I kind of get him, and they're nothing alike, but I kind of get him and the boy that's in Friday the 13th Part 5 kind of confused. Because they're almost the same type of character, but they don't act anything alike. But I kind of get the the two of them a little mixed up just because of whether they're both in the same type of scenario in this.
1: Well, and you know I guess the question might might lie is Swamp Thing more of a superhero movie or is it more of a horror movie?
0: Well, it's it's directed by a horror director, so it's
1: got monsters in it and yep, gore and killing. I mean, Swamp Thing doesn't kill people, but the the bad guys, you know, there's some horror in it.
0: Sure. Oh man, again, the transformation scene just scared the crap out of me when I was a kid. Right. So, and we talk about those things, right. These movies that had horror elements in it that are not I mean, Superman three with the woman in the computer. Yep. You know, yeah. This is nightmare stuff.
1: <laughs> I mean, they, they have to make sure that the danger is present.
0: Right. Right. And that's the beauty of it. Right. Because you can, you can let a, the dude in a zipped up rubber suit happen because, you believe what's going on to a certain degree. Right. right. I think that's the trick, right? It's it's a problem I have with a lot of movies because if you're not invested and you're not scared of the bad guys, it's, it's already over. That's right. So, yeah, man, you got to have a good bad guy. All you people making movies out there, keep that in mind. If your bad guy sucks, your movie's going to suck.
1: And, you know, it wouldn't hurt to stick Leland Palmer in there. That guy's... <laughs> I'm, I'm super surprised that, that he was as charismatic because cause if yeah. you had asked me who played, you know, D- Dr Holland. Is it Holland?
0: Yeah, that, Dr. Holland.
1: Alec Holland. If you'd asked me who played Dr. Holland, I would not have told you that it was Ray Wise. I mean, I <laughs> when I saw it, I was like, well, oh, is he like is he like the, the lab assistant before we meet the doctor? And then I was like, oh crap. <laughs> he's the doctor and i had no idea
0: and, and you know you got to like the you know the when when adrian Barbeau is showing up and getting off the helicopter you get the other guy that's leaving's like yep he couldn't handle it <laughs> got one leaving one coming in that's just the way it works around here yeah. the whole
1: federal agent thing is kind of an interesting play too because it doesn't really matter that she has these connections Right, except unless you want to say that you know, Doctor Arcane has, has circumvented the government somehow, because he you know ends up.
0: Yeah, well, when she calls for a backup, who does she call?
1: It ends yeah. up going to Doctor Arcane. I don't know why. Like, yeah, is he, I, I just I don't understand why that was there, but it doesn't hurt anything. It was just kind of no. weird. No.
0: well, it's it's a way to show that it's all intertwined and right. they've they've worked all this system out and they're that bad of guys and they have that kind of power, right? right. I mean, look at the look at the house that Arcane lived in. Dude dude is well off, right? He has so, a
1: swamp mansion.
0: Swamp mansion with, you know, naked girls dancing around everywhere and a nice dinner table. What I mean, what else you want? Okay. Except being able to create monsters.
1: Who could ask for anything more? And then when you can build, you know, you can take your henchmen, and turn them into little, you know, pint-sized monsters. There's nothing yeah. more to ask for.
0: Then you get, because <laughs> you get the, oh, have a nice fall or see you next fall. Have a nice trip. <laughs> <laughs> you did have that scene. It kind of makes you. Uh... <laughs> Again, he was just a Bond villain. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So well, there you go, folks. Swamp Thing 1982 it's 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 fun flaws and all this is just a classic we grew up with and hope we didn't deter you or make you mad by bringing out some of the faults of this thing hey you know it's it was a low budget movie you know that from the beginning right and the fact that it's still fun to watch and we still have that much love for it i think that says a lot about this flick right
1: yeah, I, I had to mute there for a second. Got stuff going on in the house. But yeah, it's um
0: absolutely worth a rewatch. There you go, folks. It's on Tubi it. for free. Love Tubi. Yeah. And Return of the Swamp Thing's on there, too.
1: So remember, Hail Ming. Swamp Thing is a watch. You get yeah. the chance any time of day or night. Look it up. It doesn't matter what you're doing. Stop what you're doing and watch Swamp Thing. <laughs>
0: Swamp, what you doing? Cause I'm about to ruin. Swamp thing. <laughs> okay. so All right, you folks. See the, the
1: roof get ripped off a of Bronco? Swamp thing.
0: That's right. That's it. You wanna see David Hiss get his head crushed crushed by one hand? He just one, hand. one hands it, man. Like a- the other one's lawn. gone. Yeah. <laughs> All right, folks. Hope you enjoyed it. We'll see you next time. Adios! <laughs>